listening to the Market Your Message podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping message-driven coaches become recognized thought leaders who make more impact and income by sharing their stories and skills. I'm your host, Niala Thorpe, and I'll be your guide to mastering marketing and monetizing your unique message. Each week, I share with you techniques and tools to turn your overcomplicated business into the right structure, strategy, and system that'll catapult your results and position you for prosperity. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Everybody, I am back with another interview in our summer interview series. I am super excited. If it is your first time seeing me, my name is Niala Thorpe, CEO of Market Your Message. I am a business strategist for female coaches and service providers. And right now we are doing a summer interview series where I'm bringing you top expert information all to help you grow your business. We're talking about what's in now and how to implement strategies that will allow you to thrive in any economy. So today, okay, get ready for this. If I had a drum roll, I would be drum rolling, (laughs) get ready. Um, So today I have the beautiful Ursula Chambers. You can find her at heavy on the content and I need to share a story before she even starts talking guys you see her on the screen so you know she's beautiful but I gotta share a story okay so I was um on Instagram doing the thing you know how sometimes you're you're getting busy just scrolling and looking at people and I saw this beautiful girl she just shows up on my on my feed and she says I want to know what do you call your audience right what do you call your audience and everybody, I went to the comments right away because it was curiosity, you know, she got me. So I went in the comments right away and I start looking at what other people are saying. And I go in and I tell her, you know, what I, my squad, squad, if y'all here, put squad in the comments, right? And it totally attracted me to her because I instantly felt connected to her. And that is what Ursula is all about. So, hey girl, look at that intro you got. I love it. I love it. That's the intro. If I remember Hey, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I am so excited to be here. I've been, I've been up since early this morning getting ready. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to be talking, but I can't wait to get into some marketing information, especially since social media is like one of the number one ways to get your brand out there. And it's made a huge impact and changed the lives of businesses who prior to social media marketing may not have succeeded um, at all, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, she's already getting into it. So before we jump into my first question, I, I have a juicy one that I like to ask everybody, which is describe yourself in one word and tell me why you chose that word. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so that one word would probably be spontaneous Mm. extremely spontaneous and the reason is because the way that I move and this has been just throughout my entire life things just come to me on a whim and I just go with it like I just I'll be sitting here and I'll be like you know what let's go to a conference or you know what let's go ahead and hop on a plane and travel somewhere or let's drive to a different city that's always been me it's the same thing with um, my content. It's the same thing just with anything that I do. I'm very spontaneous, but 
I get the most creativity when I'm that way, when I'm in that mode. That's good. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I feel like if that's a spontaneous is just another way of saying you're a fast action taker. You don't spend forever thinking and thinking and thinking. You just like, look, this is an idea. I'm running out with it. And I feel like that's one of the characteristics that successful people have. Um, And it's one of the muscles that entrepreneurs should be like, you know, working out all the time. So I love that that comes so natural to you. Yeah. Okay. So heavy on the content that is new. So, you know, why did you decide to name your business heavy on the content? Well, I chose that name because I'm all about things that make people look twice. You know, like when you see somebody walking down the street, whether you like them or not, whether you're in a relationship or not, and they catch your eye, you're going to do a double take. So I wanted a name that would make people do a double take. Even if they had no idea what I was talking about, weren't interested or whatever the case may be, they're going to stop and give it a second look because of the name. They're like, what? And people have told me that. Since I've picked that name, they have told me that. And I actually used to help businesses come up with product names because I would want things that would make you just immediately like be like, hold on, what is this? Let me find out a little bit more about this. So I felt like doing the same, you know, be true with my name. And then it represents everything that I do because I'm not, you know, there are so many different variations of marketing. And I don't focus on all of the different variations, even though I do know them, but that's not what I focus on. My main thing is the content because that's the first line of defense. So I felt like putting the emphasis on the content with heavy on the content, I felt like it just represented what it is that I do perfectly. Mm, You know what? I love that. It makes a lot of sense. And you're right when it comes to the whole content. Um, And you kind of brought up something there, the way you said, like, listen, I know a lot about different marketing strategies, but I chose content. You know what I mean? Um, So I love that. And I think that everyone who's listening, that's something that you could probably take away from the conversation, which is like, make a choice of that one thing that you're really, really good at. We know that you're an expert, you you know, the skill set is long, right? But um, when you find that thing, You want to hone in on it. So I love that. Okay. So let's talk about social media platforms. Let's start there before we get into the content, right? So there are so many ways, like you said, that you can reach people on social media. What way do you think is the way that people need to really be tapping into right now? The platforms. Um, So the different platforms, and I'm going to go through a few of them, but the different platforms provide different things. So in my opinion, as far as crazy growth, exponential growth in a short amount of time, the turnover is fastest on TikTok. As far as connection and being able to have deeper conversations with people, deeper, you know, intimate spaces, it's bigger on Instagram. It allows you, especially with their messaging system um, and your stories, the stories options, it allows for people to message you, have those conversations if they may have had reservations about your product, your service, whatever the case may be, which you don't really have on TikTok. Yes, it's a lot more laid back and it's a lot more relaxed. It's kind of like roll out of bed, record some content, post it over there, but it stops there because the messaging system, it isn't 
like you can't message if you aren't following each other. And for a business, that's just not realistic to follow every single person that may possibly be interested. So that cuts ties with being able to build a deeper connection. Now with Facebook, that's also a, an insane place to grow more so on your personal page than your actual business page, just with the layout and the design of it. Um, and the reason is, is because you have the same intimate, intimate connections on Facebook that you can get on Instagram. But with Facebook having all of those new features come out, like their reels and all of those other things, the growth opportunity is exponential over there. So it's a combination of the two. And then of course you have your Pinterest, who is absolutely great for a lot of product-based businesses and things that people can share and kind of take with them on their day-to-day. And now I'm, I'm learning Twitter. I'm, I'm learning Twitter, but, <laughs> but Twitter is a whole different beast, but I'm going to get there. I'm taking, I'm taking courses on Twitter because I want to, I want to be able to master it all. Yeah. You know, it's, it's from everything that you just said, I, I think what it sounds like is that you really want to have like a hybrid strategy where, you know, you can tap into the platform where you could grow quicker, but then move them over to a platform where you could further cultivate and build that relationship. And I think that exactly. what comes up for people, you know, Ursula, and, you're, and being that you're the expert here, you probably hear this a lot. I know I do. Um, what comes up for people when they hear, well, are you saying that I got to be on TikTok? I got to be on Facebook. I got to be on Instagram. Oh, I don't have the time. It's too much. What do you tell those people? Well, I tell them, um, honestly, at the end of the day, it really all falls down to you make time for what you want to make time for. There are so many pockets of time throughout the day that we fill up with other things that when we look at the next day, it really didn't serve us. It was just time that we wasted. What helps to prevent you from getting burned out or getting overwhelmed when you are thinking about having to post on multiple different platforms is batch creating your content. You can pick one day and dedicate to creating 20, 30, 40, however many, depending on your industry, pieces of content that you have prepped and ready to go so that the only thing that you're doing on these different apps is you are pressing share and that's it. And that takes two seconds to do. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I do it so I know it, it's possible. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. So we, let's talk about connection, right? So how do people connect using content? How do people connect with their target audience on these platforms? So when it comes to connecting with your target audience, one of the main things that you have to understand and what will allow you to kind of jump ahead of getting that connection together is to make a list write down your product or your service, everything that it does, every single thing that it offers, right? And then next to all of the things that you do, all the things that you offer, X, Y, Z, you want to have a separate list. And you want to write down all of the problems that you may have had prior to you getting in this field. Because we all got into a field because there was a problem and we saw that that problem needed solving. So you want to write down a list. What were you looking for? What were you searching for? Was it, and I'm just going to use skincare as an example. Could you not find a remedy for hyperpigmentation? Could you not find something to picture your blemishes or your acne on your skin? What was the reason that you got into your field? Because the people that you're going to attract, they're going to have those same reasons. 
they're not going to be in the place that you are, that you have the answers. You know what oils, herbs, and all that other stuff help reduce X, Y, Z. They're going to be in a place of, well, how do I get rid of hyperpigmentation? Uh, dark spot remedy, dark spot cure, right? You want to have a list of everything that they may be going through. And then you want to start centering your content around that, which is going to be called pain point content. Because it's the things that move people in one way or another, whether it's, you know, pure joy, whether it's, you know, uh, they're, they're angry, they're sad, it, it pulls some sort of emotion out of them. That's going to be the biggest way to connect with your audience by hitting those specific pain points. It even goes as far as placing a particular song on a video that fits within the age range of your target audience. So for instance, like if you are looking to target 18, 17 year olds, you're probably not going to choose Anita Baker as the song <laughs> on there. But if you're looking for, you know, to get the attention of maybe an older crowd, a more mature crowd, some Anita Baker is going to draw them in. Yeah. So being able to recognize the things that your audience relates to which oftentimes are things that you relate to, that's going to help you be able to start that connection process with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's good. So it kind of brings up another question for me, which is, um, and of course, it's, you know, how do people actually find this information? You know, I know that you're saying, well, you've been there, right? So look at your story, look at your history, mm -hmm. you know, what were you feeling? Um, but for some reason, people still find it hard, you know, um, especially I know with my ideal clients, I work with a lot of, like you say, a lot of mature women, women who have been on the top of their game in their careers. Um, a lot of times they don't want to be seen as starting from the mm -hmm. bottom. Um, and so they, they don't talk from their problems, right? Those problems yeah. Have long been solved right um and so they they find it hard so how do you get over that and actually speak to what people are feeling your, your target audience so there's a few different ways right you can either and i love referring people to this one particular website um and i'm sure there are plenty more out there very similar to it but things like answer the public right that's a website that if you put in if you put in marketing industry, it's going to pull up the most search questions that people are actively searching. And those right there are the problem. So that tells you that people can't find the information for X, Y, Z. So I'm going to start making videos about these particular things that people are searching up every day. Pick those highest problems and then work your way down to the ones that are searched the least, because even still, those are all problems that need to be solved. Those are all things that your target audience may not even know that they need the answer to. But it's starting off picking the issues that people are looking up on Google, they're searching. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure of other names of different websites, but I know that there, there's a multitude of them. Yeah. Another another way that you can start to gauge what those problems are in your in your field is to use social media as a way to get on your side. I'm going to say your side of TikTok, your side of Instagram, your side of Facebook. And what I mean by that is when you are looking up content instead of, you know, oftentimes as business owners, we get kind of caught in this whirlwind of content that looks like ours from other business owners. 
when in all actuality, we need to be looking up things like skin problems and watch the videos that are underneath skin problems because those people are going to be vulnerable. Those people are going to start telling you exactly what their issues are. So if they're on there talking about, well, I have really bad eczema, you know, I've been doing this for years. You can create a video, how to get rid of eczema that you've been suffering with for years. And that's catering directly to your target audience. And that's touching on all of their pain points. So they will tell you, and you can even go so far as to ask, what are your problems? What are you currently dealing with? You can ask them, how can I help you get better in this particular um, industry? And that'll give you problems right there. Yeah, that's good. Mm, you just gave gold there. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, let's talk a little bit about engagement, right? Because yeah. um, there are, we know that there are some people out here that, you know, they're doing all the things that you say. Um, they're finding out the problems. They're consistently putting out the content. Um, but with algorithms and for whatever other reasons, um, they're not getting their community to engage on their content. What are the, what are some tips that you can help us with there? So with the engagement, um, one of the biggest, biggest things that I always recommend, and so there's engagement on different levels. You have the engagement in your stories, the engagement on the actual um, posts, the real posts. You have the engagement on the feed posts. There's so many different um, methods, but I'm going to talk about the engagement on your actual posts. What I always encourage people to do is to ask a question, start whatever caption that they're going to have off with a question or ask a question in their video. And the reason is, is because sometimes people may find what you say extremely valuable and they may, you know, have to sit on it for a while and they may not have anything to, any input to put on it. But if you ask them a simple question, it doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It's going to encourage them to actually respond to you. And it may not be immediately, but it will shift the expectation on your page you're going to be setting that tone like, I want you to talk to me. So I'm asking you this specific thing because I want you to talk to me. For instance, if you sell um, those, you know, those big water jugs where it's marked like 9 a.m., 8 p.m., yeah. mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? So if you're selling those and you're recording content where you're drinking water from the drug, from the jug, a question that you can ask is, do you get a gallon in a day? It's just something simple. Or do you drink mostly soda, mostly water? Or do you have this jug at home? Are you, is this something that you would need to stay on track? Are you the type of person that's organized, disorganized when it comes to your your drinking habits, your eating habits, whatever the case may be? Those simple questions, because we don't want to overcomplicate it, it opens up that line of communication. And then just like monkey see, monkey do, when they see other people commenting, then they will comment. That's just how it is. But if you start off with a question and you apply that to every single thing that you do, people will start to answer you. They'll start to respond. That allows you to start building a connection with them. And once you get them in a habit of they're almost responding to every single post that you do, guess what? Now that post is getting pushed further out because there's engagement. So it's like, oh, this must be great content. This must be interesting. People are commenting. Another way to get really good engagement and, you know, 
I don't recommend this for everybody because it's not for uh, the faint of heart, but controversial content. Something that challenges what people consider a routine, a societal norm, whatever the case may be, and you're going against it. People are going to have an opinion because when they feel attacked, like, no, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been doing this for four years, five years, whatever the case may be. You're not about to come in here and tell me, no, no, no. So then they'll state their opinion because people love to state their opinion. Now, that's a great way to start a conversation, but controversial content can go left real quick. It can go left real quick. And it can cause, you know, depending on you as a person, it can cause you to shy away from social media altogether. But the safest bet, the safest bet are the questions right. for, your, for your post. Got it. Okay. So now we talked about, we, we kind of went through a lot, guys. So I hope you all are taking notes here. <laughs> um, you know, because we talked about the, you know, content, being able to attract the, the, our target audience being able to find those problems. Now we talked about engagement, but we're going to talk about the big thing now, right? And that is sales, right? Because we know that's really what we're, we're, you know, that's why we're creating content, not only to impact, but we want to, we want to see that income rise. So how do people create content that will actually drive sales? So it is, a lot of moving parts to that. So just to give you a little bit of my background, I have over 10 years experience in sales, maybe a little bit long, maybe, maybe 12 years, let's just say 10 to be safe. But I have over 10 years experience in sales. And every single sales job that I held, I initially went into sales because I have a fear of public speaking. And, you know, I don't like talking in front of, yeah, I don't like, I don't like talking in front of large crowds, you know, groups of people, like the center, like standing in the front and everybody's looking at me, pure anxiety through the roof. Like I have a huge fear of that, seriously. But I also knew that I wanted to make money and I knew in order to make money, I needed to be able to talk to people and I needed to be able to get my message across effectively without stumbling over my words without sweating bullets turning completely red and you know shying away like well that's all and I watched um growing up I watched my mom be able to have conversations with people that turned into money and I was like I want to do that I want to be able to talk to people and they want to pay me like that's what I want to do But I knew that you know just how shy I was when it came to and I'm not a shy person but public speaking and dancing you will have me in a corner like somewhere (laughs) but but I went into sales because in order to make your money you have to talk to people so I'm definitely the type of person I'm going to jump into the most uncomfortable situation and just definitely make it work and it worked for me I was able to to connect with different people. I was able to talk to them. I was able to be one of the top salespeople at every single job that I held, every sales job that I held. Um, And what I learned throughout the course of that period, and that's what I'm teaching people with their content, is that it all stems with connection and relatability. So you can't just sell to someone because you have a great product, you think it's great, you're showing them. So now we, they got to think it's great. No, we have to be able to connect it to something that they can use in their daily life, weekly, monthly, whatever that time frame looks like for you. 
the main things are treating them like a person through your content, figuring out what it is that they worry about, figuring out what it is that they that they talk about what type of music they listen to, all of those different things, right? Because that's gonna help you build that trust with them. Because with social media and we, I know you all probably remember, we went through this one huge era where everybody was getting scammed on social media, everybody. Me so too. it broke. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got scammed. I fell for the okie doke. I fell for <laughs> it. I fell for it. And and the second time I fell for it, I felt very stupid. But yes. <laughs> so so everyone kind of has their guards up when it comes to purchasing on social media or working with people on social media, and it's understandable. But the only way to get over that, the only way to break through that, is to build that trust with them. And just like with any relationship in life, you have to build some sort of friendship in a sense. Now, I'm not saying, you know, everybody who comes to your page, you got to, oh, hey, girl, here's my number. Call me. We go, no, not like that. But just care a little bit. Talk. If they write a sentence, you write too. If they, if they say thank you, just, just that, I want you to go into, man, I really appreciate you coming here. You know, um, <laughs> comment on my... I need you to be all in, all invested. And I don't want it to be fake. It needs to be genuine, right? Because when it's genuine, number one, people can feel that. Number two, they're going to be like, okay, she, she, I could talk to her. I can ask her questions. It's going to break down that barrier and it's going to make people more comfortable with you. So when you are posting your content, you want to first worry about building that trust, building that relationship. Then also what you want to have going on in your content is you want to specifically answer a problem that people have because they need to be able to see it as valuable. They need to be able to see what it is that you offer as something that they can take home with them and it actually may possibly make a difference for them. We also want to make sure we are not just posting about our products. You have to create like your content, your social media accounts is a full picture frame, right? And you have to fill in the different pieces of the picture to fulfill that picture. The center is going to be your product, right? It's going to be the actress of the year. But then you're going to have all these pieces around that are supporting actresses. So you're going to have your fillings over here. That's one fourth of the pot. Then you're going to have your education over here, informing them of things. That, that's another fourth of the pot. You're going to have your content up here telling people like you need to like basically get on their tail. Like, you need to make some change. That's <laughs> right. one fourth of the pot. It's so many, you know, you have to, you have to create a full picture versus this is my product. It's amazing. It's going to change your life. This is how it can change your life. This is what your life can become. These are the steps that you need to, to take so that, you know, you can start working on the right track. There is no one way to increase the sales but it's your overall brand voice that's going to help you make more sales because as we all know it takes someone about seven points of contact before they even decide to purchase from you or reach out to you to purchase from you all seven of those points of contact need to make them feel something before they see your offer and then at that point they're ready to purchase that's how people can go viral and sell out yeah, that's how that happens. It's not because that one video just hit that they saw that one video, which caught their attention. They came to the page and saw everything else that you talk about. 
And it built that trust. In order to crease your sales, you have to build that trust and that's tell them exactly how you're going to solve their problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's good. So, you know, the two things that come up or what I hear is one relatability, but then two consistency, because it's like, yeah, once you catch someone's attention, now they're like, okay, I'm watching you. So if you're not consistent, then, you know, it's like one step forward, 10 step back when it comes yep. to trust you know, so it's like relatability, but also be consistent with what you're doing and show up for people. I love yes. what you said, you know, and, and be genuine. And this, this is the part that kills me. I don't know how you feel about this, but it's like, you want people to buy from you, but you don't want to speak to people. Like, I don't understand how that works. You, you know what I mean? Um, and so we have to also be realistic when yeah. we are growing these businesses. You know, um, and this is why I always say, think about the why, like, why do you do what you do? Why do you help the people that you help? Because all of that is what's going to make you come and genuinely want to talk to people because you know yeah. why, you know what I mean? I, I could think about, and I know you probably have stories for days when it comes to this, but I know, I remember when I first um, got married, I was in a Walmart with my husband. And we were up at the uh, cash register yeah. there. And like always, I start talking, you know, and I get to talking about business. When we get out, he's like, why you always got to be talking to everybody? You know, because we're so <laughs> opposite, right? Why you always, and I'm like, what do you mean? You don't see that she needed help? Look, now she got all the help she needed. And, you know, just thinking back at that, and I'm sure that you guys who are listening probably can think of the time when you were doing what you do now for free because you just really wanted to help people. And that's yes. what you got to get back to when it comes to connecting with people on social media. No, seriously. Like, so prior I've been, I've been doing this since 2014, but I wasn't doing it on social media because I'm a very reserved person. So <laughs> I just, it was just kind of like, if you knew someone who knew me, I would help you. Yeah. And I was helping a friend, you know, she has a business. And so, you know, helped her get her very first viral moment, which kind of was the catalyst for her brand. Mm -hmm. She shot up from like, I'm going to say maybe 9,000, 10,000 followers to over 20,000 followers in a very short time period, like two months on Instagram. And as we know, like growth on Instagram, it's a different scale than it is on other platforms. <laughs> yes. But, but like in, in three months time, two, three months time, she shot up an additional 13,000 followers, went from making around 10,000 a month to around 30,000 a month, opened up um, a whole lot of different things, had days where she hit six, seven K, eight K in a day. It, it was just insane. It was insane the way her business shot up. So she was like, can you please teach a class? Can you please teach a class for my academy? And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, but I did. And a lot of the ladies who were in the academy went on to experience a lot of success. And during that academy, that's actually the reason that I started the social media platforms was because they were like, well, how can we get in touch with you? Well, how can we reach out to you? And so I was like, well, um, let me make it now. 
And so <laughs> I made it right yeah. then. And it just kind of this last year on social media has just been, it's been insane. It's, it's been, it's been past my wildest dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just I love that. You just took, you, you, you jumped in that sometimes that's what happens, right? You just got to jump both feet in and make it happen. You know, um, yeah. that that's kind of like my story. When I came into this industry, I stumbled into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, you do it. You doing the things that you do all along, but not realizing that there's people out here that's monetizing what you're over here doing. It's like, Oh my gosh, you know, there's this whole new world. So yeah. Well, Ursula, is there any last minute tips that you want last? tips that you want to leave with the people? Yes, absolutely. Um, one thing that I do want to say that I noticed is please don't compare yourself to anybody else in your industry. Don't do that because your business is your business and you have to give it an opportunity to thrive. You have to give it an opportunity to succeed. You're going to go through ups and downs. You're going to have moments where the months where you have sales are just off the chain, but then you're going to have those moments where you like, dang, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. But it's all a part of the growing process. It's all a part of it. The quickest way to grow your following on any platform is to start building that trust with people. And if you aren't, if you aren't knowledgeable, extremely knowledgeable in your field, you have so many resources out there. Google is free. YouTube is free. TikTok even is free. I would encourage you to get a complete understanding of your field and start learning what those problems are that people are facing, whether you are fresh in your business or 10 years down the line to where you're disassociated from those problems and you don't really have those and you can't relate to them anymore. Yeah. Still learn, still be in that position to where you can take in information and keep applying it, keep changing it and keep adjusting it. Ah, I love that. Keep adjusting, keep applying. Okay. All right. So how can everyone reach you? Heavy on the content everywhere? Everywhere. So you can reach me at heavy on the content on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I just recently started um, a Snapchat. So <laughs> Snapchat, heavy on the content on Twitter is every single platform, website, heavy on the content, everything. <laughs> All right. There you guys have it. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And guys, make sure that you take your notes here, catch up with Ursula, heavy on the content everywhere, and be sure to subscribe to our channel. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the show. Your support means the world to me. Did you know that we have an awesome squad on Facebook called the Female Coaches Society? Yes. And we're all about community, collaboration, and connections. Visit us on Facebook at joinniala.com. And if you're loving the podcast, show us some love by rating and leaving us a quick five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps more people like you find the show. Until next time, remember, you are the missing ingredient. Now get back out there and start shaking things up. You got this.